0: connect with us at podcast at trading strategy guides.com. Trading profits are just an episode away.
1: Welcome to the cash flow hacking podcast where we help people increase their cash flow. We do this by talking to the experts who have a proven financial strategy that has worked for them. We get inside info with the smartest people by taking a deep dive asking the right questions and getting specific action steps that you can use we study the experts who have defied conventional wisdom who have unlocked the doors to greater wealth and we share it with you for those of you who realize that you're not yet at your full potential you're underemployed or you're simply looking to grow your cash flow this is the podcast for you Welcome to the Cashflow Hacking Podcast hosted by Casey Stubbs. Hi there. This is Casey Stubbs for the Cashflow Hacking Podcast. And this week, I want to talk about how I got started with my additional sources of revenue and the additional sources of cash flow that I am now working with. When I first got started, I was actually just having one source of cash flow. And as you know, last week's episode, I talked about the four things that you need to get started to create a a cash flow about first of all, having a budget and then spending what less than what you make. And then the third thing is to find some additional sources of revenue. And then the last thing is once you find that revenue, you then roll that over and you just keep growing it and you just keep doing that for multiple sources of cash flow. And so I actually have been seeking multiple sources of cash flow for a very long time, much much sooner than when I started my business or not sooner, but rather before I started a business, I was always looking for additional ways of cash flow and I've tried so many different things. And that is one of the tips that I wanted to share with you today is just keep trying stuff. And you will eventually find something that will work for you. And it's going to be a lot of trial and error. They're not always easy to find, but you can just keep working and looking at different ways to do it. So my original attempt at finding cash flow started all the way in the year 2000 when I got out of the military. The first thing I did when I got out of the military, I was able to actually it started before that because while I was in the army early on, I was doing things on the side making money while everybody else was spending their money, right? So I was on the deployment. I was making extra revenue. You make The army gives you different kinds of pay, like they give you what they call hazardous duty pay or combat pay. And then also while you were on a deployment, they would allow you to take that pay tax-free. And you'd also get uh, some other per diem costs as well. So it was a really nice payment. And I would always take that money and I would save it, right? And we would be on a deployment in a who knows where, out in the middle of nowhere. I was actually deployed to Kosovo. And what happened while I was on those deployments is I would save my money. And we didn't have anywhere to really spend it, but it's amazing that the people that I was with would find a way to spend all of their money. So they would either go, it's just like they, maybe it was, they, it felt good for them to spend money. They had to, money, so they had, it was burning a hole in their pocket, so they had to spend it. But they would go to the store and buy DVDs and TV sets and movies and all of these things that uh, really is not going to give you any kind of value long term. And here I was a young young man, and I would take 100% of that money, and I would roll it into my account. And so when you take 100% of your money and you save it, you Actually build it up pretty fast. And that wasn't a lot of money. I can't even remember exactly how much it was. It was maybe 1500 a month at that time, which isn't a lot. But what happened was I just kept putting a hundred percent in a hundred percent in and a hundred percent in. I literally spent nothing on myself. And because the military will pay for everything that I needed, they paid for my food. They were paying for my housing. And while I was deployed, that means it was like a semi training situation where there was no you weren't even going to the store really so everything 100 percent of the pay was going into the bank and by the time i got out which was a four-year period i had around twenty thousand dollars saved up and i was actually also buying stocks at this time and investing in stocks too just as just because i knew there was potential to make money there and i was able to get into some really good stock purchases where i The market was on a nice move. It was in 99 when the tech market was really going forward and I was buying some tech stocks and making really good returns on those. And as the way it turned out, total accident, did not plan this at all, but the market peaked in 99 and there was a big crash right after that in 2000, right around the same time I got out of the military and since I was getting out, I wanted to liquidate everything and get into cash because I was thinking about using that cash to start my own business. That was my plan about getting out of the military. And I just timed it just right. I got out right before the big crash where the tech stocks plummeted and it would have taken me forever to recoup my money. But instead I was able to almost double my returns on my stock purchases, which was really fantastic. And then I rolled it over into uh, into a new business. I started a carpet cleaning company where I was, it was a franchise. The name of the franchise was called Heaven's Best. And I learned how to clean carpets. I worked in the job for a while. I thought this was a good one. And I started up my own franchise. And what happened from there was initially, I really had no idea how to run a business or no idea how to make any money at all. And so I was losing money. I paid for the Initial package of equipment and the training and I wasn't really getting the jobs that I need because I didn't know anything about marketing and I didn't know anything about making money through business. And so I had to continue to work to make money. And so what I did was I worked as a cook in a restaurant. I worked as a cook in a restaurant and I would work in the evenings and I would do my carpet cleaning jobs in the day. And then I still was trying to make additional revenue. So then I got a third job where I was working in the evenings from 11 at night to 7 a.m. in the morning at a convenience store. And literally, that meant I would go to the restaurant from like 3 to 11. Then I would work from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. in the morning. And then if I had a carpet job in the day, I would do that. So there were some days where I was working around 24 hours a day. Uh, Just trying to increase my cash flow. But here's the cool thing about that is I wasn't making a ton of money. I was actually started out around $7 an hour in the restaurant. And so that was a really low dollar amount. However, I had multiple sources of income, multiple sources of cash flow. And so it was really adding up quickly and I didn't have a lot of expenses. I was not in the military where I could save a hundred percent, but I was saving a lot because I was staying in an extremely low-cost apartment. It was a little studio apartment that I was paying $350 a month. It was kind of in a bad neighborhood. And so I was able to get a really good price on it, 350 a month. So my expenses were really low. And what I found was that some of my cash flow sources were really good and others were not so good. Like, For example, working at that gas station at night was not a good cash flow source. The pay was low, but it did help. But what I found was that the carpet cleaning jobs, I would charge anywhere from uh, like a three room special where I would do it for like $129. And then some people would have me do their whole house. So I could work for like two or three hours and make like $300, $400. And what I found was that in two or three hours at the carpet job, I could make an entire week's pay at my convenience store job. So two hours and making the same as what I was making in a week. And so when you experience those types of things, it starts to make you think about, well, what can you do to boost the good one, right? It's kind of, we hear about the 80-20 rule. 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your sources, your best. And that's the 80-20 rule applies to everything. But so basically you want to find out what your best sources of revenue are and maximize those. And usually it's not working your day job. Sometimes it is, but usually it's not. So I knew that the carpet jobs were producing a lot more revenue than my cooking job and my job at the gas station. And so that was early 2000. And I've learned a lot, obviously, since then. And I didn't start in this current job now where I'm marketing and doing the web stuff until 2009 whole lot of other stuff happened between them, just me learning a lot of things along the way. And the thing that I always knew, though, was trying to save that revenue, spend less than what you make, and then turn that money into additional sources of revenue. And then in 2008, I was working in construction and still looking for side revenues. I did a lot of other business ventures and things that I was trying. I carpet cleaning, and I was making soap, selling homemade soap right out of my house, a lot of things. And they were working, making some extra cash flow. And I was also working in construction as well. And in 2008, the market went bad, construction market dried up, and there was not a lot of work to be had. And as a result, I was laid off, and I was looking for work. And what I ended up doing was trying to find jobs, applying, going from job to job, but I realized that there was still more I could do. And I found an article online and I'll link to it below this episode and keep it in the show notes. I found an article that said how to make a thousand dollars a month on the side from your website. And I took that article. It was a great article. I'll link to it if it's still available because it's so old and a lot of the stuff might have even changed, but the core concepts were the same. But really what I did was I took that article and I just followed it step by step. And I did exactly what the article told me to do and I was doing it. And what has ended up happening for me is that it worked. And so I was on unemployment looking for work. I eventually had to get another job where I was working part time. I was working at Federal Express loading trucks and I was still running my website. Well, towards the end of 2009, I actually was making enough money from my website that I didn't have to work at FedEx anymore. So after the Christmas season was over, I put in my notice. I told them that uh, that I wasn't going to be working there anymore and that my website was generating enough revenue. But it all followed from following a step-by-step instructions from an article that I saw. And I had a lot of good fortune on the way. I'm very blessed and favored a lot of good things happened that I had no control over. Like, for example, once I started posting my articles, a couple new sites picked me up and I was getting a lot of traffic. And just immediately traffic started coming to the website. So within a couple months of the having the website open, I had a lot of traffic, which isn't really normal. Usually it takes a while for traffic to come. And so I didn't know what to do with that traffic. It took me a while to turn learn how to turn that into uh, revenue. I started by placing ads on the site, which was my first source of revenue. But one of the points that I want to make about that is that I saw an article, I took action, and I went for it. And because of that, it really resulted in some great results. I didn't know that it was going to be good. I just tried something. And on top of that, I didn't really have a lot of money at the time. I was working in construction. I was Fairly newly married. I had four kids at that point. And so I didn't have a ton of money. So it's not like I could have taken my investments because when I was younger and I'd invested all that money in the carpet business, I had a lot of cash flow to work from. Several years later, the situation had changed a lot due to some of the bad decisions I made and other circumstances of my life. But I still was able to use some of the things that I had, like my experience. I generated a lot of experience trying to earn revenue on the side and to create cash flow through investments, trading, through business deals. So I was able to start to take some of that and to leverage it. Some of my computer and Internet skills I was able to leverage. And I didn't have money to go out and even buy uh, pay for web hosting. I used a free web host. I also used a free email list. Uh, The only thing I had to pay for was an Internet connection. Because I already had that and I already had a very low end, inexpensive discount computer that I would purchased at Walmart or something like that, that kept me going in the business just enough to get me started. And so most of the tools that I was using were free tools, but I did use some of the things that I had, which was my experience. So no matter what you, where you're at in your life, you've got to have some kind of experience that you can use, something that you can use to help increase your cash flow. Don't look at obstacles and things that you don't have, but look at things that you do have. Those things can be used to generate another source of cash flow. And as always, like I mentioned in the last episode is just watch your budget, save your money and use that to start increasing your cash flow. And one of the things that I've been able to do to help me grow my business is the same principle is now that I have quite a few cash flow sources. I've got many different businesses, many sources of revenue coming in from many different directions. What I do is the exact same thing is I take most of the profit from the business and I roll it in to the business or to other businesses. I roll it in through new businesses or I spend it on marketing. like I spend it on ads to increase my exposure and then that way I can spend more next month and I just keep growing it and keep rolling it over and I keep rolling it into new businesses, I keep rolling it into new investments, and I take the profit and I reinvest it. And you just continue that cycle over and over again. And I've been able to do that in my business. So a couple of the different sources of revenue that I have been able to generate is from website traffic. I've been able to generate those that traffic and then Turn that into revenue through multiple streams, whether it be selling advertisements or helping connect my audience to different products. Those types of things have been able to increase my, my cash flow as well as trying out different investments, trading strategies, trades, crypto investments, all of those types of things that when I get another additional extra revenue, I roll it back in. And it's definitely a temptation to spend some of your revenue, and there's nothing wrong with spending money. I think it's fine. You just want to make sure that you're not shortcutting yourself and spending it too soon before your cash flow is at a level where it can continually grow. I know even now I have to continually maintain my discipline and just keep working on that until I hit some of the goals that I'm trying to hit. And I think it helps a lot by having that planned out, knowing exactly what you're financial goals are. And it's been a great opportunity for me to learn as I've been running these companies and expanding the business and trying out new things and investing in new sources of revenue. And really, that's probably the biggest takeaway I have is just try something. Don't be afraid. Don't say it's not going to work. The only way you're going to know is you've got to try it. I know in business, I try so many different things that don't work. But one of the key advantages that I've learned now is I always try something with a small amount. And then if it works, I put more into it. So I run a test and that's what I recommend that everybody does. Don't go in with everything you have when it's totally unproven. Start with a small test. Now, whether you're buying traffic for a new offer that you want to promote, Buy a very small amount of traffic. And then if it works, you make a profit on it, then buy more traffic. I've seen many people buy traffic where they spent $30,000 on an ad and it didn't work. And then they just exhausted their entire reserves. I see that happen a lot. They invest everything they have on the front end of the business when the concept has not even been proven yet to actually work. And I will just say that if you spend all this time saving up your money and Doing step one where you're having a budget and step two where you're saving your money and spending less than what you make and you have all this discipline and then you just go ahead and roll it into an investment that doesn't work, that you get no return on, that is a very painful lesson to learn. And the key is to fail and fail small so you can afford to put some of the money back in because no matter who you are, where you are, no matter how good you are, you're going to have to learn if the investment is good. Not all investments are going to pay out equally. Some are going to pay out good. Some are not going to pay out at all. So you want to make sure that you have enough spread around so that the ones that work, you can roll more into and keep that cycle going. You don't want to end the cycle on step three, throw all your investment away at one opportunity. Focus on finding different opportunities, different cash flow opportunities. And that's what this show is all about. I bring in a lot of experts from different fields to help you with that. And I've got a lot of good guests lined up. So be listening for those. When you hear one that you like, go ahead and jump on it. But just do it with a small amount of money so that you know that if it doesn't work, you'll have some more later. And the good thing is don't be impatient. If it works, you'll always have time to roll more money into it. Of course, there are some where the window of opportunity is small and you got to get in while you got to get in. But still, don't go with everything unless you're really sure. I do believe in taking big bets when you know that it's a good investment. Uh, Sometimes if you go in and you go in with everything you have, that's the exception to the rule. You just got to make sure that it's going to pay off. And when you do, that's when you get an exponential return that you can continue to roll over and over and over again with your cash flow. So that was just a little bit about my experience since I started the website. That's almost 10 years ago, January of 2009. So we're getting close to 2019. It's been nine years and 10 months, and it's been a great journey. I've grown a lot. Most of the years, I've been able to increase my revenue, increase my cash flow sources from multiple different sources Right now, I've got many people that are working for me. This 2018 is going to be the best year I've ever had. And the economy can be a little bit crazy. It's a little scary right now. The market is down. Things are not looking good. But that's exactly when I got my opportunity in 2008. When the market was bad, I lost my job. It was a painful experience, but it actually ended up being one of the best things that has happened to me because it caused me to step out and to try something new. Sometimes we have to be forced into things new. We just don't voluntarily do it. I'm kind of a person that likes to take new risks and to try new things, but in this case, I was actually forced into trying it because of the financial situation that the economy had put me in. But I'm sure glad now that that had happened, that I'm not working for construction. I'm really glad that I'm working on a website. I'm really glad that I'm running the business that I'm running. It's been a lot of fun, and it's been good. I just want to close with that thought. Don't be afraid to try something new and try in small phases. Thanks for listening to the show. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to stop by and visit the website at caseystubbs.com. Thank you again. We've got some great episodes coming up some good guests that you're going to want to listen to. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Casey Stubbs. Well, that's my name on Twitter. Always happy to engage with people on there. All right. Well, that's it. Thank you. You have been listening to the Cashflow Hacking Podcast. Thank you. I hope that you will take some action steps on the information that you've learned in today's episode. It is critical that you don't just learn, but that you actually do something about the information you learned. Go back and listen again and write down what you're going to do about what you learned today. It just might change your life. If this podcast was beneficial to you, please go to iTunes and search Cashflow Hacking Podcast and leave a review. Also, if you want more financial tips and wisdom and you want to interact with me directly, you can always follow me on Twitter. Just search for Casey Stubbs. Thank you for listening to the Cashflow Hacking Podcast.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another insightful episode of How to Trade It with Casey Stubbs. We hope you found today's discussion valuable and inspiring. Remember, the road to trading mastery is a continuous one, and your commitment to learning and growing as a trader is the key to your success. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to us at podcast at Keep listening, keep learning, and keep trading your way to victory. Until next time.